Welcome to the May edition of the MS is Messy podcast. I have to admit that between major life events this month and the tragic shootings over the last couple of weeks, recording a podcast hasn't been a top priority for me. But MS doesn't stop, so neither can I. It's easy to get swept up, swept up in all the bad news these days, so it's taking even more effort and energy for me to concentrate on what's important. As the matriarch of a busy family going in a hundred different directions, I took my eye off what's really crucial for anyone with MS, my health. With so many daily distractions, it's too easy to forget that my health is incredibly fragile. When I put myself on the back burner, it doesn't take long for MS to rear its ugly head, reminding me that it's the boss, not me. I like to equate it with floating on what seems to be a gentle wave where we can start to think we're in control of what's going on, what's going to happen next, when out of nowhere, a big wave comes crashing down, knocking you off into the water, sputtering and gasping for air. Week before last, when temperatures quickly rose into the low 90s, I came in from my weekly horseback ride and complained to my husband that it was so hot in the house. He was traveling for work but could see from his phone that it was over 80 degrees in the house when he always keeps it set to around 72 during the day. Air conditioning is not a luxury for most people with MS because of our extreme heat sensitivity. Since being diagnosed so many years ago now, my aversion to heat has gotten steadily worse to the point where I avoid situations where I know I'm, I'm gonna get too hot. I can't even take a warm bath anymore because I would never be able to get out of the tub my eyesight also gets blurry when I get overwhelmed or overheated, which literally scares the shit out of me since I had a friend who lost her sight when she got MS. I tell you all this so you can grasp the importance of me keeping my body cool. So the air conditioning going out was more than a minor inconvenience. It was life or death. Fortunately, though, my husband was able to make a call to a heating and air conditioning service we had used before to come out the very next day. Randy, the technician, found that our Freon was very low to the point where it took a couple of days to get the house cooled off again. I sat under and in front of every fan we owned, slept in the basement, and tried to stay as cool as possible until the temperature in our house regulated itself. My feet swelled up and I felt dizzy, so I know I got overheated. But fortunately, there were no lasting effects once I cooled off and just in the nick of time too, as my mom who also has MS was flying in from Arizona for all the week's festivities later that same day. I was overly concerned that my mom would be comfortable wanting everything to be perfect for her, which was ultimately a ridiculous waste of energy as she's the most flexible, easygoing and helpful house guest we could ever have. The irony is that she wanted, what she has always wanted, was to make life easier for me. The day after my mom arrived, we had our daughter's baby shower, which I had spent countless hours preparing for. Except for some very minor hiccups, everything went off without a hitch. It turned out to be a happy celebration for the mom-to-be and all the family and friends there to shower her. Later that day, my son and his very rambunctious dog drove in from Denver, where he now lives with his girlfriend, who also flew in the next day. It's always so fun to have a house full of company, even if it is ultimately exhausting and gets me out of my day-to-day -day routine. 
I listened to my friend and fellow MS's, MSers blog the other day where she discussed the importance of ritual in maintaining a healthy balance, which I can totally relate to. When you have MS, so much is out of your control. Consequently, having a somewhat predictable and scheduled day is one less thing to worry about. It may sound boring to some, but a stress-free, balanced day is always my ultimate goal and something I strive to maintain. So as you may imagine, focusing my limited amount of energy on everyone else's comfort threw me out of whack. By the time our son graduated from optometry school on Saturday, flew out to Italy the next day, and then we got my mom off to the airport the next day, I had an important decision to make. When I've been sick and worn out before, I've had two very distinct choices. To either accept that it might be time to move on to the next mobility device, in this case, a full-time wheelchair, or to fight like hell to get some of my strength back. Those of you who know me won't be surprised at all that I chose the latter of these two options. Rather than canceling my health club membership, which I briefly considered, I decided to double down and make every effort to get in there at least three or four times a week. I already have two workouts in this week. It's a little embarrassing to hobble in there with my cane to get around to all the equipment and a little scary hoping I can make it out to my car without falling. But I'm always so proud of myself after I've finished. When I can't go to the gym, I'm still doing yoga, stretching, and the exercise bike here at home. I know if I can stay consistent with my nutrition, workouts, and sleep, I can't help but feel stronger. I also decided to start physical therapy again, which I haven't done in a year. It's amazing how fast my health can decline if I take my eye off the prize, even for a short time. The prize here being the healthiest body I can have for someone with secondary progressive MS. We're all worthy of feeling better, so I'm not giving up on myself, and neither should you.